back with you today, Friday, December 3, for an episode of Friday on My Mind, my little food brain dump. What have I been eating, thinking about, and looking forward to? So excitingly, I spent a few days in Sydney this week. Uh, We recorded a Deep in the Weeds Network Christmas episode. Stand by for that. It was a lot of fun to all be in the same room together for the very first time. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was really exciting. We recorded that upstairs at Rockpool, which is what an incredible uh, phenomenon that place is with all these incredible rooms upstairs. I'd never been up there before. It's almost like climbing a ladder, the narrow staircase up to some of the function rooms. Um, and then we had dinner at Bar Vincent, which was, yeah, my first Sydney meal for quite a while. And yeah, I just, I think one of the things that I love about the restaurants I went to in Sydney on this visit was just, it just made me reflect on the utter pleasure of walking into a restaurant that knows exactly what its project is and that that's carried through from service to food to the decor to the music just to the overall feeling that all those elements create. Bar Vincent wasn't a restaurant that I knew anything much about but it's uh, just so delightful with a mostly Italian menu but super produce driven. We were with um, my podcast uh collaborator Shantae Whale who does the Over a Glass new podcast on the network which you have to check out if you haven't already. She um, brought along a magnum of champagne and uh, ordered brilliantly from the wonderful wine menu so it was incredible to be able to have the benefit of her experience and knowledge as we made our way through some absolutely delicious food. Uh, The next day I went to Chiswick which is uh, Matt Moran's restaurant in Wallara, just a beautiful setting behind a park in this sort of gazebo garden pavilion building. It's so ladies who lunch but I was a lady having lunch so I pretended that I fitted in with that eastern suburbs um, luxe and yeah just really appreciated again a restaurant that's so sure of its project and you know a lot of garden to table stuff but just a lot of really incredibly well cooked produce including a, a John Dory, a whole John Dory that was just so delightfully cooked that it just makes you appreciate yeah kitchen arts and skills uh, I also had a glass of wine at Pasky, a really cool new wine bar on Oxford Street um, run by Giorgio, who has been at Cafe Passi and is selling his own wine that he imports there. And I had dinner at Polly as well, um, Matt Lindsay's restaurant under the Paramount House Hotel where I stayed, which I highly recommend as well. Um, and, yeah, that was that was really great as well, just uh, food cooked over fire, just really flavours with a lot of integrity and a fun place to dine. So, Sydney, it was so good to be in you. Thank you for having me. And, um, yeah, it was good to come home as well. So what are people thinking about and talking about? I guess, you know, one thing I noticed in Sydney as well as I notice all the time in Melbourne is that the only thing that hospitality people are talking about is staffing. You can just see it in... you just get the feeling that people are so loving being open, but they are just wringing every last ounce of energy out of themselves to deliver those hospitality experiences that diners are craving. Um, it's just really tough. And, it, you know, you also see it, I guess, in some inexperience, especially front of house. Um, and, yeah, it just 
you just really hope that diners are coming to the table feeling patient and kind because um, not everything rolls out seamlessly. It, there's been another layer to this with this new variant, Omicron, that's descended upon us. It's meant that Australia has delayed the opening of the international border to visa holders until mid-December and, and who knows what will happen. Uh, so that's another layer of difficulty um, but, you know, I've, re- I've always writing stories about staffing and hospitality and it's on the upside, you know, there are these amazing opportunities to bring people into the industry for the first time, whether they're school leavers or teenagers or perhaps to lure back to the industry people who haven't worked in hospo for a while. Uh, one of the stories I wrote I wrote about staffing recently, we, you know, I had a section about untapped resources and one of those that you know, Sean Christy David from Colombo Social in Sydney spoke about was older women. Uh, he thinks that you know they he talked spoke of older women as you know they're just the life and soul of the community. They're amazing to have in the kitchen. They may need flexible working hours, but surely um, isn't that something that hospitality businesses should be striving to offer? I also saw a job ad recently um, for someone to assist Miss Pearl's host with the most at Kelvin Club, her new gig in the city of Melbourne. And she's specifically pointed in her job ad to the fact that this might suit a more mature person who was perhaps returning to hospitality. And I thought, you know, isn't that great, you know, that people who perhaps feel that the industry isn't for them anymore, that there is an opportunity to look again at, at what uh, what they might be able to offer that, you know, perhaps um, nobody else could. So I think that that's that's really cool. Um, at this sort of other end of the scale, there are lots of initiatives by some of the bigger groups to bring new people into the industry. And I, I was just sent a press release from the AHA about a new project with um, a Melbourne-based online learning platform called Tipsy, Tipsy with a Y, and they're doing online courses for hospitality industry globally with things like um, video lessons, courses, quizzes. They offer certificates for all kinds of, um, whether it's baristas or service or using systems. So I think it's it's really interesting seeing the innovation that is born out of crisis and don't we know a lot about that? Um, so... I thought I'd just talk about some memorable morsels that I've eaten over the last little while. Uh, As you will have heard, if you've kept up with the episodes this week, I went to Nomad and did my first uh, audio restaurant report. Um, But I didn't actually in that review mention the Wagyu tongue skewer, which also landed on our table and was really delicious. And I am seeing a little bit of a trend for big, handsome skewers being presented in restaurants. There was also a a really delicious beef skewer at Anchor in Elwood, a new restaurant, uh, which is my review this weekend. Um, It's, uh, yeah, it. It's a neighbourhood restaurant, but it's a, it's a sort of scaled-up operation. The owners previously had a very small bijou little French um, dining room-style restaurant down the road in Brighton, and they've scaled up to a larger 80-seat venue in Elwood, which previously housed Dandelion by Jeff Lindsay, uh, again, a, a great neighbourhood favourite. It's interesting watching operators come in and, and try to create a similar neighbourhood anchor, so to speak, uh, but with a with a different cuisine. This is more Mediterranean. Um, and, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, I mentioned Bar Vincent at 
the top of this show and I just would like to shout out their crayfish tortelloni. The pasta was exquisite, but this tortelloni really, like, really blew me away. It's squid ink pasta and just a beautiful, sweet um, shellfish filling. Uh, but the pasta itself was so thin. I just, it just, oh, it just, oh, my goodness. See, like, see how good it was? I can't even speak about it. It was exquisite <clears throat> and just, yeah, an absolute ethereal pleasure to um, get in my mouth. Uh, I also want to mention last Sunday's um, restaurant review that I did was for Guy Wong, a place in North Melbourne that specialises in Hainanese chicken rice. Um, chicken rice is one of those dishes that, you know, people from Malaysia, Singapore, Brunei just absolutely swoon over. And, you know, I didn't, it's not a dish that I grew up with, but it's a dish that I've really came to appreciate uh, and investigate. <laughs> I eat a lot of when I traveled a bit in Malaysia. And yeah, I love, I love it. I just love it because it's one of those dishes that's so comforting and humble, but also, demonstrates so much incredible skill and speaking to um phil who owns guy Wong, um it was just really delightful to listen to his love for this classic dish uh and also the incredible amount of effort that he goes uh, that he's taken to to make it exactly the way he thinks it should be done. So he he um, took a two year sabbatical and developed his recipe. Um, he wouldn't tell me where he got the chickens from, but it's a very yeah secret supplier that he spent ages driving around Victoria looking for. And just yeah, when you hear him talk about this process of poaching the chicken in master stock, um, this process of poaching the chicken in master stock and then quickly cooling it so that the fat sets between the flesh and the skin you save this chicken cold so that that fat layer is is still present you know as as an ex, as a texture and as a really distinct layer and then the rice that's ch- cooked with chicken broth and stock uh, chicken broth and fat is so important to this dish so much a part of it just as important as the sauces the, the spring onion um ginger the chili garlic sauces that uh you sort of mix in and have whoever you want and there's broth and it's just all very delightful so i just really appreciate people who are just take such pride in what they do and such delight in other people appreciating it it is honestly a privilege to uh chat to people like that and to eat their food so everybody hope you're having a great friday and i wish you a brilliant weekend eat delicious things stay safe out there and i'll catch you next week this is dirty linen and i'm danny valent we air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about hearing from different people with unique perspectives we want to hear from you as well if you have something that needs to be said about a topic get in touch so we can include your perspective Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.